0: Hello, beloveds. I'm here today, recording this on November 25th, and this is my first transmission from the Lake House, and I'm really excited to bring it to you. And I hope that the sound quality is okay. I'm actually doing this from inside a closet. <laughs> the uh, the 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 home setup here is beautiful and spacious and one of the side effects of beautiful and spacious is that there's a lot of echo so in order to get a decent sound quality I'm actually uh, uh, holed up inside of a walk-in closet in the master area and I don't even have most of my clothes in here so I've got blankets and towels um, draped over the curtain rods to help do some muffling so just a little inside baseball on the sound engineering uh, shenanigans that are going on to bring you this important transmission to help support what's going on for you in your journey in uh, the next few weeks and months into 2021. Also, we have the two kitten cats are quite excited about the fact that I am transmitting from the closet, so you may hear an occasional thump or odd noise, which is a cat jumping around doing weird things. Um, I will be ignoring them, and I encourage you to do the same. So, I'm really glad to be with you here, bringing you this beautiful transmission, this beautiful star map, this beautiful... Activation, this beautiful series of intel and information to support your journey here from the lake house. The lake is providing a beautiful and difficult to describe in human words energy and magic to boost the signal of the transmissions I'm here to bring, so that's exciting. It's lots of fun magic happening. So this is. Uh, one of my kind of planetary energy updates, planetary energy weather forecast types of things that you've gotten from me in the past in various forms. This is especially speaking to those of us who have a sense of inner soul calling, of inner soul purpose, of mission, uh, and may or may not have clarity about what that's supposed to look like. And that's okay. You don't need to know what that's going to look like. Just if you have that sense of there's something bigger, something greater, something deep inside you that's calling to you, uh, or something in the stars that's calling to you, then much of what I'm going to be saying here today is going to really be speaking directly to you. Remember that your human self is just one small aspect, one small facet of your beautiful cosmic galactic celestial amazing soul your huge spirit Okay, so we have many expansions and awarenesses and light codes and new energies are coming into the earth at this time and it's going to be a kind of a expanded amazing time in many ways. We've been experiencing uh, kind of like a kind of an ongoing upward trajectory around increasing um, energies and awarenesses and light codes coming in throughout 2020. So you've been kind of along that ride with me probably for quite some time or if you're new to it you may if you think back on 2020 think oh yeah that makes sense oh that might explain a few things um and this is both true for you in your own personal journey as well as kind of in the collective and what we see happening around in the world around us so some of that might be difficult right? So when we have these big new expansions and activations, sometimes these can be difficult. And throughout this process in 2020, we've had these kind of Continual experiences of birthing and rebirthing and rebirthing again, and um, you know, sort of every time we're sort of shedding more layers, more kind of old carapace shells, like a, you know, they're just no longer useful, or moving out of, um, you know, old seashells, like a like a little sea creature, like a little crab creature, kind of saying, oh, this one doesn't fit anymore. Let's leave it on the beach for somebody to find and turn into a beautiful thing, or. For the next little being to find and use, but we're going to go find a better shell for ourselves. Um, also, I love to think about and I find very useful to think about the butterfly and how the caterpillar moving into the cocoon actually fully liquefies, fully is loses its old form in order to then coalesce and call into form its new being and then be able to emerge as a butterfly remember that the butterfly, when it emerges, can't just immediately be, you know, uh, off into its butterfly goodness. It takes um, a few uh, beats to kind of get the goo off of the wings and kind of dry off and, you know, kind of figure itself out before it's ready to kind of flutter away and do its good butterfly piece. The other the other um, metaphor from or analogy from nature that I find to be extraordinarily powerful in these current energies and times is of the dragonfly. And this is why, because the dragonfly uh, in its early stages in its life, in its nymph form is what it's called, a dragonfly nymph, um, which I think is also kind of interesting in a lot of magical ways. But so the nymph form of the dragonfly lives underwater and must live underwater to live and to breathe and to, and to you know function and all the good things. And the dragonfly goes through a personal evolution in its lifetime, where one day in one moment, it makes the decision, it is kind of compelled to make the decision to move up out of the water, to break through that water line up into the air, into what all reason would say will cause it to die. Because it doesn't live well in the air that's not going to work uh, in its nymph form but it is compelled to move into this new higher realm above itself no matter what and so it moves in to this new unknown in the face of what some aspects of it know to be certain death but it listens to this deeper call, moves up into the air, and at this time transforms itself into its new version of itself as a dragonfly and is then able to then fly around and do its wonderful magical dragonfly things. And, of course, dragonflies are incredible in terms of their speed and their different ways in which they can maneuver uh, and turn on a dime and do incredible, uh, go incredible distances and all of this. So I want you to kind of keep those things in mind. Um, When you're thinking about things are being difficult right now, and you also may be experiencing that things are wonderful right now, and these can be a both and, right? So, uh, you know, I'm going through the same journey that you're going through. We're all going through this journey in wherever we're at. And so these kind of these new awakenings and these new energies, I'm having these experiences as well. I'm able uh, uh, and capacitated through years of training and development of capacities internally, which you are developing as well. I'm able to have the experience to choose the experience that this is a wonderful, amazing time. And when it is difficult, and it sometimes is, I'm able to support myself through that. Now, One of the ways I support myself through that, of course, is through all the Basque protocol and the craft of you pieces that you are learning and that you are, or that you've already learned and that you've been using for some time now. And so those are important. And when you're in a time of, I just don't know what to do, do what you know works. Even if you don't believe in it, even if you don't want to do it, even if you feel sad and stuck and despairing, just one step forward, that's all, to do one thing that you know works. Even if you're faking it, even if it's fake it till you make it, even if you're just going through the motions, you'll be surprised because you have done the work of building up in your nervous system, in your body, in your brain, that certain actions, certain choices, certain behaviors create certain results. And so you will get those results even when your heart or your spirit or your sense of self doesn't quite make believe that that can be the case. So trust what you already have learned and developed. Trust what you know. Trust your skills. And when, when you are really in kind of a big new expansion and awareness and you don't know what to do with it and you feel really like lost in it, then this is a time for deeper trust. And right now, this phase that we're in on the planet and in ourselves and in our soul journey is a really amazing opportunity to deepen your capacity For your trust in the universe, your trust in God or divinity, your guidance system, your cosmic pit crew, your higher self, your galactic family, nature, life force, any and all of these things. Whatever the mental models are that work for you, deepen into, soften yourself into trust for that. Take a moment And really think about that and feel in your heart space how you can soften and slow and open your heart space to allow that trust. Feel that just for a moment as we move into this transmission. Now I want to tell you if you're listening to this, you're listening to this because you have a gifted brain, you chose that gifted brain to support your journey in this lifetime, just like you chose the circumstances of your lifetime in order to be here for this moment, for the different awakenings and expansions that you've been experiencing and that you will continue to experience at this very unique time when the planet is going through uh, an incredible evolutionary leap, an EVO leap, as I like to shorthand it. And Earth's EVO leap is um, happening in parallel with humanity's opportunity for an EVO leap as well. So you're having this EVO leap yourself because we are here uh, in partnership with Earth and whether you feel the call of that relationship specifically to Earth or more specifically to support of humanity itself um, and specific subsets of humanity, that's all wonderful. All of those things work together and they all are important. Um, so, your gifted brain, one of the things that you've been shedding as you've been working through the groove, uh, the groove craft of you work that you've been doing one of the things that you've been shedding is the way in which your brain, your mind believes that it needs to be in charge of everything and in control of everything. Even though here kind of in the, you know, research science side of the 3d, we have dramatically uh, significant evidence to show us that without support and training, like you've been going through on your own, going through through this program and beyond, um, you really only 5% of the decisions you're making are made consciously. So this idea of the mind and the brain being in control is actually just a total illusion anyway. Um, And so just remember that your mind does not need to understand everything that is happening now uh, or everything that is happening ever in relation to your spirit, in relation to your soul journey, in order for it to in fact happen in order for that path to to be opened up and lit up before you, in order for that rose in the center of your soul to blossom and bloom and open and new layers and new petals become available. So some of the things that may be going on that can be creating challenges for you at this time include body changes, body symptoms that could be going on and creating difficulties. And these can be related to body changes that are actually happening as part of this um, evil leap that we're talking about. So you may have some of these physical symptoms, and I'm just going to take a couple minutes and talk about those and a couple things that you can do before we get into some of the, the kind of the more expansive stuff. Just I want you to have these resources. So some of those body symptoms could um, at various times look like headaches uh, that move suddenly from one side of the head to the other or in different parts of the head, Um, uh, sudden pains in the body that move around mysteriously and then are gone, Um, brain fog but in a kind of a different quality. If you really listen into the feeling of kind of the brain fog or the fuzzy or the cottony feeling um, or the kind of swollen feeling in your your head and your brain, you may find that actually that's a really different quality of that kind of brain fog than maybe what you've experienced in the past when, when you've had that kind of experience. And this is actually true for a lot of these symptoms. So, a lot of these symptoms, we're going to use language that sounds like certain kinds of bodily experiences, but when you really listen in or sense in closely to them as you're having them, you'll realize they're not exactly that. They're not quite exactly that. So for example, one of the symptoms that people sometimes have can be almost sort of like a cold-like symptom, just that early beginning of, oh, I'm starting to get sick. I'm feeling a little bit of like swelling in my kind of in my lymph nodes, in my neck, in my glands, or like kind kind of a fuzzy feeling in my head. But when you really feel into your body, you realize, no, I'm not getting sick. I don't know what this is. All it is, is it's just detoxing that's happening in your body because you're having body shifts and body awakenings. And right now, there's um, some very specific uh, kind of activations or upgrades, if you will, around how your body um, interacts with and receives and processes and experiences light um, and energy through light. And this is happening, this, this change is happening at a cellular level. So there is a lot of kind of cellular kind of detox stuff going on without whether you're doing anything to support that or not, that is happening. If you're not doing anything to support that kind of cellular detox, um, then in terms of the body systems, then you may be having a tougher time with various kinds of detox symptoms like the headaches, like um, the dizziness, like the, um, you know, kind of fogginess, that kind of, or feeling sick. Other symptoms that may not have anything to do with detox per se in the body systems, but just part of this big activations, awakenings, light codes that are coming in, energies that are coming in, can include sometimes feeling very spacey or disconnected, dizzy even is a thing that can happen sometimes. Uh, unexplained sense of nausea, um, even though you don't feel like you're, even though you don't feel sick. Um, alternatively without nausea, you may feel like occasionally, like suddenly you're going to throw up, even though you don't feel like you're actually going to throw up in any way that you're used to feeling like you're going to throw up, uh, even though you don't feel any nausea, just a sort of sudden sense of, you're just going to kind of like expel out of your body. And the only way that your mind knows how to make sense of that is you're going to throw up. Um, but it's not actually that that's actually what's going on. You're just energetically sloughing off and throwing away uh, old crap that you don't need, right? So there's just this massive internal purging going on. It's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, you've, you, you may have seen me uh, share a little bit about this idea of you're scraping the jar, you're scraping the label and the gunk off of the jar so that you get a cleaner and clearer transmission of that beautiful galactic light. So things that you can do to ease the way for yourself and your body systems. Hydrate, 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 hydrate. Drink more water, drink more water, drink more water. Drink hot water if you're able to. Sometimes people have a real aversion to hot water, and so I just tell them, that's okay. If you can, then just have at least one cup of very hot water to drink in the morning first thing on an empty stomach. This is very helpful to your body throughout the rest of the day, and then just drink as much water or other things to hydrate as you can throughout the day. But if you don't have an aversion to hot water, then please drink hot water all day long. Your body really wants hot water right now. Hot water versus cold water is um, just a little bit more effective in supporting your body for for detox. And you may find that drinking the hot water, you suddenly feel like, oh, I didn't even know I needed that. I didn't even know I wanted that. Oh, that feels so good. That feels so delicious. And it warms you inside. uh, And that feels good as well. You want to think about maybe adding to your water some things that can also support some of the cellular improvements that are occurring in your, in your body systems right now, uh, and that your cellular consciousness is handling whether you're aware of it consciously or not, okay? And so you don't need to, remember, your mind doesn't need to understand this to support it. Just trust it. Trust your cellular consciousness to do what it needs to be doing. Tell those little cells that you love them, and you're all in, and you want to do whatever you can to support them, that you're willing to be their pit crew, that you've got you've got them, that you're here, that you're the support for them. Uh, and, you know, cheer them on. Um, so things that can be supportive to add to your water, adding a little ginger or a little liquid chlorophyll, which is something you can just pick up a little liquid chlor- chlorophyll and add a few drops throughout the day to your water. This is extraordinarily helpful. I can explain a little more about that later. Um, or a little lemon Uh, Also, these can be, those are three really great things to add to your water that support your cellular structures. Um, In general, if you can bring in as many greens into your day as possible in whatever form you can get them in that works for you, uh, is great. If you're not someone who really likes to eat greens very much, um, but you're trying to eat more of them, maybe smoothies are the way to go. That can be a really good way to get in kind of a giant helping or dose, if you will, um, portion of greens in the day without it being you know so like oh my god all i'm doing is eating greens all day long i feel like a rabbit um you don't have to have to do it in those ways so smoothie can be good um chlorella and spirulina are things that you can pick up um in powder form uh to add into smoothies and kind of supercharge them as well recommend that other greens any kind of greens that feel good to you go for and get them in as much as you can um if you're able to kind of eat light where possible that's great and be aware that you may feel a strong desire to eat certain foods that feel to you like they might be heavy. Um, This is just your desire to ground through food, which is a completely acceptable way to ground in the body. Consider whether or not you might swap out some of those heavier foods for slightly healthier versions of heavy foods, right? So root vegetables. Your body really wants root vegetables. Um, Go for it. Have all the root vegetables you want, you know, get them all going in. Whatever feels good, like if there's any tweaks that you can make to kinds of the heavy foods that feel like comfort foods to turn them into slightly healthier versions or more. Think of them not so much as healthier because there's judgment in that, but more earth-centric, earthier, grounded, soil-based, rich, right? Go there, Right. Um, and and do, do the best you can. Bring zero judgment against yourself for whatever you might need to eat. I've gone through many phases in this last uh, couple of months where sometimes all I want to eat are potato chips which sounds crazy, right? Like potato chips are the worst. Um, But not junky potato chips. I don't want those. Those are just awful. The potato chips, for whatever reason, that give me life these days, is a brand called Boulder uh, or Boulder Canyon. I'm not remembering for sure. And they have a potato chip that is made with avocado oil. And just as a sea salt flavor. And so like I'll go through an entire day on all I'll eat is like a bag of those. I have a really uh, – I have a particular recipe that I use for um, a plant-based uh, hot drink that basically is sort of like a really jazzed up uh, cosmic celestial hot cocoa um, that is just amazing that has cacao and hemp seed and um, – uh, rhodiola and schisandra and ginseng and mucuna and lion's mane and, uh, cardamom and cinnamon and sea salt and a little maple syrup. I have a very really special relationship with maple trees. And so maple syrup is really nurturing for me in that way. It's the only sugar quote unquote that I really allow in my, in my diet, uh, these days. And so, in general, you want to um, you want to stay away from sugar if you can. Uh, and where you want sugar, try to get it in as many kind of natural forms as possible. Um, to the extent possible or comfortable to reduce, limit, or even end alcohol use for a period of time. Um, a lot of people like to do dry January. It's kind of like a ritual that people do annually. This would be a great time to do a month of, you know, no alcohol instead of in January. I would love to see you start that now. Um, anything that's kind of kind of dull um, the, the systems of the body just isn't serving you right now. And Zero judgment around, like, hey, you know what? That glass of wine is something I need right now. Okay, great, Uh, have it, and maybe just don't have the second one or the third one or whatever is going on there. Think about that. But even on those days where it just felt like all I wanted to eat were those avocado, avocado-based, avocado avocado oil-based potato chips, uh, and my cacao happy plant mixed drink is what I call it. um, I would still make sure. Even if I wasn't feeling like I wanted it, I would still make sure that I was getting at least one green smoothie... Uh, That was really packed with uh, lots of deep dark greens in it, and uh, and I would usually also add some form of protein into that as well. What you may find during these times is that you go through phases where your body wants an enormous amount of fuel, much more than it normally wants, and you can just have these sort of odd phases where you feel no hunger, but you still feel this compelling need to have a lot of food. totally just part of what's going on with this. Um, And so during that time, your body probably wants a lot of protein as well. And so kind of just go ahead and give it to yourself in whatever form feels good and easy. And I'll give you a couple of recommendations that I've been finding uh, useful to me in a moment. Um, and, uh, uh, And you may also find that you have phases where your body really wants fats uh that's totally also fine and just make sure that you're getting high quality fats um as opposed to kind of junky fats right um and so there's lots of different ways to get high quality fats uh even if you're sort of feeling like oh yeah i feel like my body wants fats or my brain wants fats but i don't really kind of want to eat them like you can just add in uh you know one or two tablespoons of uh mct oil or or which is a version of coconut oil that's been um You know, made to stay liquid or regular coconut oil or something like that. Just add that right into your smoothie, um, and uh, and you won't even notice it or taste it. Um, You know, this is the kind of thing that has been popularized in uh, bulletproof coffee. Um, You know, people adding um, ghee uh, or grass-fed organic butter or MCT oil into their coffee um, or, or whatever they're drinking, I don't drink coffee, but you know, so that's been around for a while. And because the, those kinds of high quality fats, uh, can be very supportive to the brain. So don't be afraid of any of that. Uh, at all. So in terms of proteins um, that I've been adding in, so sometimes um, I have historically often used um, collagen powders uh, that you know, just dissolve into uh, into liquids um, without you know any kind of getting into kind of a gelatinous. And there's lots of those that are around on the market. If you do want to go with a collagen powder, make sure that you're picking one up that is organic uh, and that is coming from um, you know grass fed and humanely, uh, supported, um, uh, livestock, um, understand that collagen products are all going to be animal-based products. Um, If you want to go for a kind of a non-meat option, um, uh, I've struggled with finding different things that I think work for me. I'm very finicky in what works and what doesn't work for me, so hopefully not everybody's as finicky as me. Um, But I've also found that marine-based collagen uh, can also be very effective and is what I'm primarily using now. Um, and I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like the brand might be either Vital it's Vital Something, and it's a blue label, and this is a marine-based collagen, and I'm using that often now. Um, uh, but also hemp seeds, hemp hearts, uh, same thing. Um uh, adding in, can be a great source of very well balanced protein and they and it really has kind of ideally balanced omega threes and sixes, which is really a handy thing to have as well, kind of all in one. So that's a good plant-based, um, I almost always will include the hemp hearts in my, uh, coconut, I'm sorry, my cacao drink. And, And so that also, uh, kind of is, is covering my bases there as well. Um, there are a number of different kinds of protein powders that you can get that are vegan. Um, you know, using different different sources of that powder, um, they all are going to have different tastes, um, and that's where things kind of break down for me is the taste piece. Um, I don't like any of the flavored stuff. I don't like anything with stevia or xylitol or whatever gets used. I've tried everything, and I just you know I used to be able to handle those additions. I can't anymore. It just doesn't work for my body. My body just is blech, not having it um, uh, and then so i can do the kind of the pea protein type of stuff um, or whatever you know the the different versions of that are um, if i'm mixing them into smoothies that are going to have a different kind of flavor than a typical green smoothie so it'll work fine for like a fruit where the where the dominant flavor is going to be berries for example then it's fine giving you sort of a sense but I find that I don't even want that like I want my green smoothies to just have like a very kind of green taste to them even though my tongue might not love the taste my body just like is just thrilled and I want you to sort of lean into hmm, that difference about what your body loves that maybe your taste buds are like what Like, not like it hates it, but just kind of like, ugh, we don't crave that, but your body craves it. And that's, you know, sort of the body wisdom is something to really listen to. Um, I've been hearing a lot from uh, active clients recently around, um, oh, I don't even like beets, but I had this like compelling almost obsession with I needed to like have a beet powder, carrot, you know, something else, smoothie. And I don't even like any of those things, but then like i had to have it and i drank it and it tasted it felt really good to my body even though i didn't like it um you know think things like that are happening for people so listen to your body and uh and give it what it wants and then you can give yourself what you want in terms of taste if you need that um as a as an extra thing so hopefully those little uh tweaks are are helpful along the way all right so As you're kind of getting into groundedness, right, so we're talking about groundedness through food, Um, make sure that you're grounding regularly and really connecting to Earth as much as you can. Um, If you can't get your feet on the Earth, um, uh, which can be really important and helpful and nurturing for people, again, even without your mind understanding it, um, that's okay. Uh, You know, just in terms of where you live and things like that, you can still be grounding, of course, using your four visualizations. When you use the four visualizations, you may find that nowadays you're called in to uh, consider, try this, a a kind of a golden cord of energy that is connecting your root, your base energy center uh, to the earth and is kind of moving through kind of your spinal system and moving as well in your kind of light body that is kind of aligned with that physical body all the way up through to your crown and then above where there are higher aspects of your energy body, of your light body um, and kind of really pulling all of you, kind of tugging you down into earth with this golden thread, this golden cord, this golden stream of activated energetic light that's connecting you uh, from above down into the earth. Be like a tree when you're doing your connectedness as much as you can. Um, and for those of you who are, are grads from many days ago, um, as I have encouraged you before, I'll encourage you again to go back into the Groove Prime lessons because the uh, the four visualizations includes a version that was added in. Uh, quite some time ago now but you may not have accessed where there's a the and the primary version now is really it's a tree-based version and this is to this shift was made primary whereas before it had been optional to support and align the change in the earth energies um, where it was like this has become more the dominant uh, visualization or energetics that's going to be useful to you and I'll explain why in, you know, in a few moments but be that tree where that root system is just going right into the earth and really deep in and really beautiful and also kind of the tree branches the crown of the tree opening up above and opening up with its leaves um, or its evergreen needles up to this up to the sun and bringing that beautiful life-giving love of the sun at the center of the solar system beaming in to bring life and energy and fuel and food to that tree and that you're like that and that light is coming into your body into your crown into your energy to fuel you in a new way in that you are saying yes to that beautiful energy from the center of the, of the solar system, which is bringing it in from the center of the galaxy, which is bringing it in from the center of the universe. And what's happening in part with the upgrades in the cellular systems that I mentioned a few minutes ago is helping us to, it's changing our capacity for uh, how are we accepting processing using accessing light and energy that come that, that is coming in and available to us in our cellular membranes through our cellular membranes And I think the best analogy for this is to think about it as if you are developing the capacity for a new form of a sort of a human version of photosynthesis through which you are converting that light directly into fuel for yourself. And if you think about yourself from that perspective, I think you will find it to be very enlivening and very exciting and lightening uh, and playful and fun. Okay. So many are trying now to discern their path and to kind of open the way forward. And some people have absolute clarity about what that is, and other people are still in that phase of like, "Mm, I don't know what it is, or I thought I knew what it is, but things have been happening that are creating kind of friction, and I don't have the glide anymore, or I'm feeling confused, or I feel kind of blocked in some way. You may be thinking of kind of where the blockages are as coming from external circumstances that are outside of you. But this is all just part of the process of kind of clearing and letting go and getting ready for the new. So again, I want you to focus on softening, on opening into trust, right? And when you really do that work of softening and opening into trust, you may find that this brings up tears and grief. But you also are likely to find that the tears and grief if you allow them to just kind of happen, to just flow up and out of you naturally when they come, that they don't last long, that they're brief moments, not even a full moment sometimes, of just like a big purge of a cry, but then, oh, that was it. Uh, Even if it feels like, oh my God, if I start crying, I'll never stop. I promise you will stop. Your body doesn't hold that space for very long. And so even if it feels like 500 years, it's probably only five minutes at most. Um, but many of us are actually finding uh, increasingly that these times are shorter, 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 and it's just whoop, let it go, and it's done. Uh, we're moving into a season, we're in a season now, where we can have rapid uh, uh, shifts, so things can happen in a very compressed time period. We'll speak about that in just a moment. Okay, so just be aware that when you don't let your your emotions flow through, right, when you don't let them just kind of move through like the weather, um, you're spending an enormous amount of energy to keep them in place or to com- 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 keep them down in. And so, uh, you know, that's energy that you don't want to waste on that. That's just don't, don't bother with it, right? Uh, you want to just let that stuff empty out. Okay, so we, are, uh, we have just begun a really fun eclipse season. Uh, eclipse seasons usually uh, include two to three eclipses, and they last somewhere between 36 to 39 days. So this current eclipse season started um, yesterday, uh, as I record this, um, and so yesterday being November 24th, and continues through December 29th. The middle of the eclipse season is December 11th, Uh, and generally kind of the middle of the eclipse season, whenever we have one, uh, tends to be kind of where the eclipse season is the most potent. But of course, there is great potency of the eclipse season throughout. So eclipses can speed things up. So pressure can really intensify, but also breakthroughs and wild leaps ahead can also occur. And as I mentioned earlier, kind of there can be a condensing um, uh, of processing of things that would otherwise take far longer. Um, And so that can be actually super fun. And you can kind of leverage that and be like, here we go. Wild ride, eclipse season, I'm in. Buckle up, buttercup. All the cool things are happening. Um, I'm thinking suddenly popping into my head is... um, from that older movie Parenthood, where the they're talking about liking roller coaster rides or not, and the the little grandma figure who's so adorable says that she loves the roller coaster and not everybody likes the roller coaster, you know, because she likes that kind of, you know, ooh, who knows what's gonna happen and the craziness and uh Um, and they have the sort of little jokes in the family about that. So just kind of, you know, buckle up and enjoy the fun ride and don't worry about it. And it's okay if you don't like roller coasters. I don't like them either. My body doesn't like them either. But I love these wild galactic rides that we're on. Okay, so we have a... We have an eclipse happening, a lunar eclipse in Gemini, uh, happening, and I don't go too deep into astrology because that's not my area of expertise. I kind of dabble with it, but mostly as it relates to the planet, not as it relates to the individual. Um, where I have a little bit of information about that I'll share, but it's just not my it's not my gig so much, right? So uh, the 30th of this month, November 30th, is the lunar eclipse. And this eclipse is really about... A kind of a, a, two choices in the path, a kind of bifurcation in the path, a kind of you know, um, you know, I I I came across uh, the 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 kind of the path, the crossroads in the in the woods in the middle of the night, and which one did I take? Um, and you know, a fork in the road maybe is what I what I'm looking to say there. And so there are paths that are going that are kind of coming available to you, and there is a choice to be made. You may not have a clear sense in your mind of what is that choice, but you may have a sense of, oh yeah, I am. There is really clear choice of this or that. Um, we often think about choices as being external things. Am I going to move to New York or San Francisco? Am I going to move to you know the country or the city? Am I going to work at Company X or am I going to start my own business? Am I going to you know marry that person or am I going to stay single? You know, um, but much and so that may be very much what's going on in terms of the choices that are opening up to you as you get closer and closer to uh the fun eclipse on the 30th but the choices may you may find are very much internal and that they relate to your sense of identity and what aspect of what kind of sense of identity are you willing to claim for yourself now there are a lot of different ways to think about these choices right so um it's not a like, oh my God, if I don't choice, choose right, I'm fucked. Okay, that's really important to just get that right out of the way. There isn't a right choice. Um, it's okay. Uh, whatever choice you make, you're going to be okay. And, um, and if you don't make, if you will, kind of the higher choice for yourself at this time, um, you can come back to that. I don't want you to have this feeling of there's like a, you know, it's over. There is a sense with this energy though of kind of, There's a huge turbo boost, there's a huge slingshot that is happening if you kind of make the higher choice for yourself. And of these two choices, there is this kind of the highest self-choice, this highest expansion, this greatest expansion of self and awareness and expression of core essence and soul in the world in this journey that's available um, in a way that has not been available before this opening. Uh, and so that's really what I want to say. And so the sense of it being kind of unknown or scary, or I, you know, it's a, it feels like I'm taking a leap without a net. I don't understand what this is or where it's going to go. The, the dreams and ideas and thought forms that are attached to this pathway feel like they're just wild. And other people would tell me that they're crazy. That's cool, right? Um, more on that in a minute. So. I really want to encourage you to take that path, to choose that direction. Even if you don't know what it means or looks like or have any words or thought forms for it, just say, I choose the highest path. I choose the the big giant leap. Whatever it is, I don't even need to know what it is. I just choose it and I'm all in, baby. Let's go. And, you know, do your trust fall, but also be excited, be energetic, be playful, be looking forward to what's coming. Um, Be grateful for the fact that you're in the space to be able to make that choice for yourself. Uh, because many are not capacitated to do that, and before we worked together, you probably were not capacitated to do that. So really just own the work that you've done to get here to be able to do that. So that's the 30th. Now, the other, tr- the other path, um, for most of us here listening, that other path would be also a positive path, but one that would be more comfortable, one that would feel safer, that would be like, yeah, this feels safer, and that's fine, right? Now, if you need to do that, if that's just really where you're at, do it. It's okay. Um, There are people in the world, in a larger kind of planetary sense, where their choice may be to stay in fear and to stay in effect, in which they're allowing what's going on with others to direct and be in charge of their internal experience. I don't think that's any of you. But if it is and that rings true, then I really want you to try to push into more being into cause. Double down, triple down on your Basque protocol between now and the 30th. Really commit into your heart space, into your highest self. Really just choose it. Just choosing your own heart, choosing your own light, choosing your own happiness, your own beingness to be fully supported, to be fully expressed, even if you have no other words than that. Just focusing on that between now and the 30th, if you are in a place where it feels like the other path, is one that is around fear, one that is around being very much at effect, okay? Then we have uh, solar eclipse uh, is on December 14th. And there's some really interesting aspects that are related to that, which is really fun. Um, There's lots of kind of interesting kind of like the lunar stuff, the solar stuff, and then the astrological stuff is all just really lining up in some really beautiful ways. Um, So we'll kind of come back to that in a second. So I also want to say... That, you know, as I mentioned earlier, December 11th is the middle of the eclipse season. Um, and 12 12, December 12th, the 12 12 kind of gate or portal time, um, is a time uh, this month, this coming month, for powerful light body activations. So, kind of what we've been talking about around some of the cellular pieces that are happening, there's kind of even more really fun, powerful light body activations that will be coming online. So, just kind of keep doing all of the things. I mentioned earlier, in support of that. We have the sun is aligning with the galactic center in the middle of December, which really connects with that solar eclipse. So um, that's really kind of a wild and fun thing as well. All sorts of good things are happening here. Um, And then um, on December 21st, we have just an enormous, amazing kind of confluence of things are happening. So we have um, the winter solstice, which is always a beautiful, powerful time. We have that happening at the same time as an incredibly powerful astrological conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Um, and many say that this time on this day marks the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Um, this particular conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn um, is the closest that Jupiter and Saturn have been to each other uh, since 1623. 1623. So that's a long time uh, and some pretty fun, cool stuff. 1623, just a little factoid for you, um, was I believe 14 years or so after Galileo invented the first telescope. So that's kind of fun science uh, finds kind of piece. So this is Jupiter and Saturn are starting a new cycle together. So they are ending a cycle. There's many endings and completions that are happening, that are happening between now and this December 21st, and that have been happening throughout 20, 2020, um, and you're aware of many of those already in your life, and uh, and more may happen between now and then uh, at, at an accelerated rate as we're in eclipse season and things get accelerated uh, in ways that can serve us beautifully when we kind of ride that, ride the river of that, and just be the leaf floating in the current or surf the wave if we want to have you know a little bit more of an active role whatever feels good just let it carry you though be in it don't fight it don't let your mind or your brain get back in charge so when uh, we're in this kind of beginnings of this new cycle that's starting together with um, with Saturn and Jupiter conjunct at zero degrees of Aquarius, which is really quite, really quite wild, um, and they're journeying together uh, into one degree of Aquarius into 2021. Right? so if you like to do personal astrology you can go think about where is that where are those aspects in your chart uh, i'm not the person probably to teach you how to do that at all um, but if you know you know if you're into that kind of stuff already go check it out if you're not don't bother because it's just going to be you know, just wasting your time and your energy. Uh, unless you really need something fun to focus on, Like, that's fine. Um, but I really want you focusing internally, not on outer systems or outer teachers, which I hear is very kind of, I hear the irony of I'm giving you teaching and asking you not to focus on outer teachers. Um, well, hopefully the teaching that I'm giving you is very much about you being your inner teacher to yourself. So, Aquarius is, you know, kind of really interesting energy. And um, this kind of, as we move into the age of Aquarius, and what does that mean? We'll be having lots and lots of opportunity to explore that for many, many years. Um, But really, we have kind of a few stages, if you will, or sort of themes that come around that. So it's really this opportunity to explore what are your hopes and dreams? What do you want to start and to carry in care that you want to have carrying you into and that you're going to carry into 20. 2021 and beyond, right? So there's a real like marker point with this December 21 energy that I think is really beautiful, fun, kind of birthing and opening of new beginnings that are going to start to take shape in 2021 for you. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. So this Aquarius energy is very much asking you and supporting you to focus on kind of your individual self, kind of your individuation, your, you know, who are you? What is your unique individual energy? And of course, through groove, you've been doing this work already with the, 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 the beautiful kind of connection to your origin story, the deepening of your connection and awareness to your core essence, your purpose and path, your future memories, etc., so you're it, you're thinking about yourself as kind of a unique source of energy and how that kind of energy, that personal magic and that core essence wants to be expressed in this life. The This is kind of the new hopes and dreams, new level or new layer of that that's becoming available to you, right? And so you want to be first, there's a phase of uh, that you've been going through and that you may still have work to do um, and this may take s- quite a bit of time and that's totally fine and you, please enjoy it while it's happening. Happening. um everybody's in different phases around this of really deepening into that individual work to really get super into cause super into kind of being responsible for who you are really understanding the energies the uniqueness of what you're here to bring uh for yourself what does that look like what, is, what does my magic look like how does it feel what is it like to feed my magic um and then kind of the phase that comes after that is, okay, now that I have that great, wonderful base of understanding and clarity and calm and confidence and uh, an awareness of self and personal magic, what am I ready to come back into the group, if you will, and contribute? What is that unique energy that I can add back in for the benefit of the group? So this birthing, this opening, uh, of new beginnings is really about what is it that I want to let go of and complete just, and to, to have this next few weeks moving into December 21, um, just, but sorry. Yeah. December 21st of 20, there's a lot of 2021s, you know, language going on. I can get confusing, but this sort of 12, 21, 20 date to, be this gate, this portal, this kind of ending and beginning time, this kind of marker, right? Starting first with this November 30th um, beautiful eclipse energy that gives you that opportunity to really, once again, step into and choose your highest path um, as you, at at that time, are able to see potentially new opportunities or new uh, kind of heights, if you will, To that, that you have only been barely available to you to be aware of before. So I want um, this transmission, if you will, to kind of remind you of kind of who you are. And as you're awakening and to kind of be a star map for your being, for your soul, for your spirit. Remember again that your being is more than this one human. That it is a both and. And this human is having um, an experience at a time where the human collective is in wild kind of chaos of collective completion and energy endings and fallings away of things that no longer serve. Just like we've talked about you having this journey for yourself, the whole collective of humanity is having this as well. Uh, And, you know, we're seeing the evidence of that in external systems all around the globe, you know, the pandemic and economic issues and whatnot, um, political issues, all of that. So we're going to see more of that. And I want you to just be aware that we're going to see more more of that in 2021. And, um, so, you know, be wise about how you're supporting yourself and making decisions, uh, but don't overly spend time there. Okay. Instead, I want you to kind of stay focused. Remember this as we're moving into this age of Aquarius. And the first phase of this is to stay focused individually on your inner, on yourself, not in a selfish, narcissistic way, that's not what I'm talking about, in that way of the oxygen mask comes on to you first before you help others on the airplane, right? Um, And we're kind of in that bumpy ride of, you know, the airplane has hit some big pockets of turbulence and we don't know what's going to happen next and the oxygen masks have dropped down and everybody needs to put their oxygen mask on themselves and figure out how to breathe for themselves before they get up and try to help others on the plane, okay? Okay. And you're not flying this plane, so you don't have to worry about whether or not the captain has the ship. Trust that the captain has the ship, um, or whatever metaphor that you need for that, okay? Now, as you're thinking about yourself as more than just this one human that you are, more than your human, right? Love your human when you remember and even just sense the sense of your larger soul, your higher soul, your galactic self, whatever, again, however you like to think about that, um, love this human, be kind to her. Love her and hold her with the care that you would hold a precious darling child. Take her by the hand with you and let her know that you have her, that you are the grown-up, that you're, you've got it handled and that you know that your higher self and all of your supports and your cosmic pit crew have you, right? And that you are part of that. And remember that there are going to be moments when you feel only like that little child and you're worried and lost and scared Uh, and then you reach up to the hand of your higher self and to to your cosmic self and to all of the divinity and universe and love and source and guidance and life force and nature and goddess that's here to help you the divine feminine that's awakening in the planet that's coming in now all the time with these new energy transmissions, bringing in this enormous capacity for mothering and nurturing and beautiful feminine creation that has been absent from this planet for a long time. So you can trust that, you can lean into that, you can get support from that. So, um, One of the things also about this Aquarius energy that I think could be really fun to think about is that the Aquarius energy really supports uh, and really calls for, really supports the rebel, the weirdo, the black sheep, the isolated, the ostracized. I'm thinking about that. I can't remember where that great quote comes from, but I'll I'll pull it up and share it to you guys. But you'll recognize it because I believe that it was used in that one of those iconic early Apple ads that Steve Jobs did where it was like, you know, celebrate the weirdo and the, the wild ones and the ones who do all the crazy stuff and who have the crazy dreams and who go first, who are the forgers of the future, who are the revolutionaries, who are the ones who see the crazy new way to do things when nobody else can imagine it. And they go anyway, even even though it just seems insane to everybody else right this is what's needed right now so this is one of the reasons you chose to be in a gifted brain uh because it would make you different. It would make you weird. It would make you very unique. We're all unique. All the beings are unique. But you're extra weird and stand out and feel weird and ostracized in different ways when you have that kind of neuroatypicality of the gifted brain piece. And this is just, oh right, great. Good job me picking that for myself, kind of thing, right? So as we're kind of moving forward, Um, you know, and we're thinking about kind of this cool uh, Aquarius energy that's coming, that Aquarius is from the future, right? It is bringing the future in, you know, and you've already been doing all this beautiful work on your future memory as part of your groove work. Just dream as big as you can possibly dream. Go hang out with that future memory. Uh, Go hang out with that future self. Use the um, relax, dissolve, essence, connect visualization to kind of, go down into kind of the purest version of yourself and connect to her and really get that future memory piece coming in and uh, and just kind of connecting into it. So as we get into Um, kind of the testing phases of uh, what's happening in the collective and we're sort of testing the energies are testing what humanity needs Uh, and this will move into 2021 that this will continue to happen where external larger systems in the collective will be tested uh, and what isn't useful anymore and what isn't needed anymore will crumble and fall away and that process will be Scary for folks who are very focused on it. What I want you to really think about and take away is kind of one of our final pieces here: is that big changes are likely to come to the world in twenty twenty one and beyond. And what you need to do, what we need to do, what I am doing, what we all need to do is we need to figure out how to stay in our lane. And by staying in our lane, I mean focusing on what is your what is in service of your energies. And paying attention to that. You've heard me many, many times talk about just in terms of little things like, you know, whether or not what are you consuming in the news or on social media? Is this useful to me? Can I be useful to this information? Most of the time the answer is no. And no. So turn it off. Don't bring it in. Don't be in effect. Don't let it pollute your inner airspace. Okay? Your energetic airspace. Don't get sucked into the collective energy as it is struggling with its own uh, difficulties around the November 30 kind of choice point um, that's available to us. And, um, you know, of course, you have, uh, you're familiar with my red, blue, purple parable. And so think about that choice point as um, a choice between do I want to stay in the red or do I want to move to the purple? and um and so just choosing the purple just like yeah no i'm choosing the purple even if i don't know anything else about what am i choosing just yeah i'm committed to the purple i'm done with the red so if you're done with the red then don't even think about it right don't go there don't bother with it don't let it bother with you right don't let the collective be in charge of your inner experience move to cause Move to being in charge of your own inner experience. Stay in your lane. Don't do the shit that isn't your shit to do. (laughs) Right? Just be responsible for your sense of self, your own gifts, and how those may be needed. And know that clarity about what that should look like and how those gifts will be needed will keep becoming available to you that the layers will keep peeling back and falling away and that the clarity will keep coming through um, or the sort of the Russian nesting dolls piece, which is a, sort of an interesting both-and metaphor because it, with the Russian nesting dolls, energetically, you're moving down into the, you know, more into the core, into the core, into the core, the smaller, the smaller, the smaller, the smaller, the tighter down in. But you're also expanding and you're adding in kind of like, oh, bigger me, oh, bigger me, oh, new bigger me, right? <laughs> so then bigger me, bigger me. And remember that every time you're having these expansions of awareness, this sort of bigger me uh, becomes available, that your nervous system in your brain needs a little adjustment, needs a little support, and you want to support it. Use your BAS protocol. Use your craft of you uh, pieces. Uh, Come in and talk in group um, to get support if you're really struggling and you want, like, oh, I don't know how to deal with this particular, you know, support piece that I need here. Um, And I'll always be able to come in and help you with that, right? So... Just sort of last piece going into the the sort of first transition piece of November 30th of the lunar eclipse is, you know, to think about if there's going to be this split that's going to be occurring, this kind of fork in the road. Commit to your future self. Be willing to leave behind what is complete for you, what is done. Be willing to let those old stories go. You don't need them anymore. Okay. Um, super fun, exciting times. I'm excited to be here with you. Um, there's going to be so many wonderful things coming forward. If you are struggling with specific sort of action stuff, just like kind of a last piece on kind of, you know, map and action pieces that are going on where you're sort of like, I had clarity about what I wanted to have happen and it's not quite working and the friction is here. Don't worry, just keep recommitting to the bigger version of yourself and know that the energies that are happening and any friction that's happening is happening in support of the truest, highest expression of that dream being able to come into being, okay? And uh, and just keep on keeping on with it right? Don't kind of grind needlessly. That's not useful. But just keep on recommitting internally into yourself, into your heart, into your opening, into what can you release, what can you complete, what, what, what needs to be let go of that might be creating the friction. Look at what does this friction look like? And even if it feels like this friction looks like something totally outside of me that has nothing to do with me, I don't even see how to deal with that, Melanie. Well, that's okay because that's actually a really cool opportunity, right? Sort of like this outside system, What in what ways have I given this outside system control or power over me and I want to take that back, right? So it's good times, exciting times. I love you so much. I'm so glad to be here with you. It's an honor and a privilege and uh, one of my deepest joys. And I hope that this transmission, much longer than one that I would normally do, but these are the times that call for that, is useful to you. Feel free to listen to it again uh, if, it, if it is, you know, kind of activating or enli- enlivening for you. Um, and, uh, you know, just keep on keeping on. All right, darlings. Mwah. I love you.